video cassette, the podcast where we explore your favorite movies from the 90s that now may all be terrible. I don't know. A lot of the time. A lot of the time. Not all the time, though. We've discovered which, that it's a lot of the time. Which ones were good? What was good? Uh, Encino Man. Encino Man was Three great. Ninjas. Three Ninjas were great. Yeah, you know, the first, we really set ourselves up because the first two were fantastic. Yeah. Um, they were great. And now it's, it's, I don't know. It's good to be back. Hey, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, I know at the time of recording this, we haven't published yet, so for our listeners, uh, no time will have elapsed at all. A matter of hopefully seconds as they binge the whole thing. Yes, they binge the whole thing. Um, But for us, it's been a while. Yep. Uh, It's been like, I feel like three weeks. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Tom Tom was sick last time, and I'm sick sick this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, but I feel like enough time has gone by that I didn't get you sick. I think it's a different one. Yeah. Probably. And uh, and we've also we've been traveling, yeah, hanging out in Connecticut was with weird. your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Uh, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a, a, a summer camp. Yeah, same different camp. What, what's your camp? Yeah, mine's, I, mine's fun camp. Oh, mine is just called Camp Legacy. And what? It's not supposed to be fun. Oh, but. So is Camp Legacy, or can you only go there if your, like, mom and dad went there? <laughs> no, because it's only been around for six years, so we haven't really had the time oh, to so have you multi-generations. You guys are developing, so uh, it's really more like Camp Someday Legacy. Camp First Class. Camp Legacy Someday. It's basically summer school. Oh. That sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. There's a pool. Oh, just like just like school. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry for the dead air. We're just waiting to see what happens as my cat walks by. Anything the microphone. could happen. Um, if you're hearing a muffled sound, it's because there's a cat there's in a front cat. of the microphone, and he's which gone. Uh, not you know it's a little known fact that one of the things that made Paul Simon's Graceland so popular was the cat filter that they used. They just took a tabby cat and put it uh, right between Paul Simon and the microphone when he would sing. And that's what gives it that smooth... Mm-hmm. That's uh, almost feline yeah, quality. Like, if you ever listen to it and you're like, my eyes are kind of itchy, mm-hmm. that's why. You might have a cat allergy. Yeah. You should get that checked out. Yeah. Very cool. Um, what? <laughs> anyway, this is a movie podcast. What movie right? are we watching? Today? So I believe at the end of the last episode, we discussed... Uh, one of uh, America's finest pieces of cinema, uh, A Kid in King Arthur's Court. That's We discussed that we are going to be watching that one. Yes, and that's what we're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, Kid in King Arthur's Court, uh, made sometime in the 90s, uh, as are most of the movies that we do here. That's the point. Uh, and I know that it came after Rookie of the Year because it stars the same gentleman who was in Rookie of the Year. Uh, I don't know his actor name, but I know that his name in Rookie of the Year is Henry Rolling Gardner. We should have probably referred to him as Henry Rolling. That's Gardner. kind of what I was thinking. So Henry Rolling Gardner uh, gets sucked through a portal after one of his baseball games. Wait, wait, wait. There's baseball in yeah, this Yeah, I, I know, right? And I, I, I think there had to have been confusion when the trailer launched for this movie. Everyone sees that kid in a baseball uniform. They're like, oh, it's Henry Rolling Gardner. And then he gets sucked into a kid in King Arthur's court. And they're like, I feel like they should have just named the movie 
Rookie of the Year 2, A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Rookie of the Year, <laughs> back in time. <laughs> um, um, it's a really missed opportunity, I think. I I had guessed, I was pretty sure that this movie was based on a Mark Twain novel, and it actually is. Oh, well. Uh, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, which is funny. Because we were both just in Connecticut. We were just in Connecticut. So if they don't really mention all of the uniquely Connecticut things at the beginning of the I, movie, I'm going to be depressed. I do believe that he's from Reseda, California. That's very disappointing. And yeah, and Mark I, Twain. Would be don't ask me why I remember Reseda, California. I, I just I feel like Reseda is one of those towns that gets used in movies a lot. Is it in the nineties? Maybe. Is I that where know. the Three Ninjas were from? Well, let's see. There's. Uh, we're Encino Man. No. In, there's Encino. California. <laughs> He's probably from Encino. Reseda. Where was Bill and Ted? That was. Uh, oh, it was the name of the high school. Yeah, I don't. Lost it. Gone. Yeah, gone forever. Is that is that too much of a favorite for us to include Bill and Ted? Because I love. I it. think at some point we should, especially uh, as as we get uh, develop a like a just a massive fan base. People are gonna want to see uh, or, or hear us talk about good movies. Yeah, some good movies like like Bill and Ted, or perhaps Obviously. or perhaps Rookie of the Year. Because uh, yeah. that yeah. I mean I'm I'm percent sure that. Uh, if we watch Rookie of the Year, we might, you know, want to give it an honorary Oscar. We should uh, probably just watch that next and go with the Henry Rolling Gardner. The yeah, but yeah. we're doing it backwards. What else was that kid in? I don't know. We should, if only, if only there was a way to find out. Yeah, hello. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll talk about that in this second half. So he gets sucked back into a in a portal. There's yeah, a portal. after a baseball game, uh, I think there's like an earthquake, you know, because he's in California. Oh, and he um, gets. Oh, and I think his. I think the the baseball team's name is like the Knights. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Get it? Yeah, cool. Yeah, and so he gets sucked into a portal, uh, and he like falls from the sky into uh, uh, medieval C- Camelot. Yeah, yeah. Cam- is that? <laughs> Yes, uh, a kid in Camelot. So, Uh, historically, because we're talking about time travel. Yes. When did King Arthur live? King Arthur lived uh, in the Middle Ages. The Middle of the Ages. Yes. Like the the Dark Ages. ages. Medieval. Medieval pre-Renaissance. Yep. Yep, post-Rome. So we're talking like... 1100 okay 1000 sort of like a, after William the Conqueror then or no sure I don't it <laughs> but it would be in England yes yeah yeah definitely yeah so he goes from California to England and where is Camelot in relation to London uh I think it's uh just uh, just up the road it's uh, it's north of it it's north just just a tick I would have guessed south uh uh, is there a historical Camelot? No, I no. don't think so. I don't okay. think there's a historical King Arthur really either, to be honest. I well, but I, but I like that, to. Isn't that proven that there's a historical King Arthur? I watched some um, really like ancient aliens esque History Channel stuff about King Arthur, oh, so in which they really uh, well sourced. Really well sourced. They're like, hey, maybe it's this Roman legionnaire guy. Maybe it was some other dude. Because I I just know yeah. that um, so supposedly my 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 stepfather and stepbrother. Uh, uh, my grandfather got real into genealogy, and Wait, apparently, your stepfather, brother, grandfather. My, well, my st- my stepfather and stepbrother. 
Oh, two different. Uh, who are heir to my my grandfather, who's I guess my step grandfather, but I I've never referred to him as my step grandfather. Have you ever referred to them as the heir to your step? Grandfather, that's before. no, but the reason I say that is because supposedly they're <laughs> direct descendants of the historical King Arthur, but that sounds like they're fucking with you. I mean, yeah, or that they maybe heard some bullshit. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. We're gonna do a lot of research. Yeah, so much <clears throat> research, uh, uh, starting with watching a, a kid in King Arthur's court. So Merlin was he real? Absolutely. And like in the T.H. White uh, Once and Future King, does he live backwards in time? Are you referencing another book? Yeah, book. Also, uh, Sword in the Stone is based on the the first part of T.H. White's Uh, Once and Future King. And Merlin lives backwards in time. So he starts off as an old man, and he gradually gets younger because he's magical. Interesting. So he's got Benjamin Button disease. He's basically Benjamin Button. Yes. Yeah. Or did um, Benjamin Button have Merlin's disease? I think uh, it was Benjamin Button. disease. Hey, I think we should start a challenge uh, for Benjamin Button's disease. You know, like a nice bucket challenge, but for, for Benjamin Button's disease or Merlin's disease. I think it's Benjamin since, Button's since it's well, but mm. if you're living backwards in time, okay, Benjamin okay. Button actually came first. Okay, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, you are correct. So it's Benjamin Button's disease, which affected Merlin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it would it would be irresponsible if we had this episode and a chance to start a viral campaign. So, uh, but it can't be the ice bucket challenge it's taken. So, what else could we pour over our heads and videotape in support of Benjamin Button's well, what, disease? What would be appropriate uh, for such a disease? Um, some sort of like anti aging cream. Oh yes. Oh maybe. maybe? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, like some kind of Olay, <laughs> some or, sort of uh, Olay, Neutrogena, yeah, something, and maybe not dump it over yourself, but like you have to, um, we'll call it the Neutrogena challenge. challenge, and you have to um, just you have to empty a tube and rub it all over your whole body as fast as you can, whole tube. Sponsored by Neutrogena. Yeah, uh, new sponsor on the on the <laughs> cast this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's good. So, so Merlin was real. Live backwards in time. And he's there in a kid in King Arthur's court, right? I don't remember. I, I really don't. There. Is he there? I think he's there. Because uh, I remember King Arthur, because he's like kind of this like bumbling fool. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> about right. Um, and uh, I know that there's like a bad guy who might be a wizard. So perhaps Mordred. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> historical bad guys from Arthurian times. Mordred, Arthur's shitty son. Yes. Morgan Le Fay. Mor- Morgana. Arthur's shitty half sister. Okay. I think. Who else do we have? Uh, the Green Knight was kind of a dick. Green Knight, the Black Knight. Yeah, he might. Be, I don't remember if he was bad. Um, I, I, I really, I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Maybe a dragon. Sure. I don't know. I don't think there's a dragon in this. Oh, I'm sorry. I think there weren't historically dragons. I think. This one is based totally in reality. Oh, okay. All right. Just, you know, except for the falling through a portal and 
stuff. I don't understand. I don't. I I don't remember much of the plot really, other than like I'm a kid in King Arthur's court and I'm here to shake things up. Yeah, he's a knight. They think he's a knight. Some modern (laughs) sensibility to this town, and oh, never heard of rollerblades? Right, he rollerblades. Check these out. Oh, never heard of a bicycle? Let's do this. How does he have all of his shit? He doesn't. He gets the blacksmith to make them. Oh, that's because I do. I do remember this one part where like he's like. Um, like he's describing what he wants done uh, to make a bike, and and the the blacksmith is like, I've never heard of any metal of that light before that could do that, and and then because he's taking metal shop, right? Henry right. Roland Gardner's like, if you take that metal and that metal and mix them together, you get what you're looking for. I mean, if he's trying to make stuff out of aluminum, wasn't aluminum like ten times more valuable than gold at that time? Probably. Did they know what aluminum was? I think it was very rare. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember the plot. I think I'm combining it with Rookie of the Year mixed with like Evil Dead Army of Darkness. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Based on what you're saying about the blacksmith, yeah, well, I'm just I'm, thinking Army of Darkness. And so I mean, he, he goes to uh, King Arthur's court. He something there's some kind of conflict. He, he there's a princess that he's like trying to bang, and then how old is this kid? I don't know, fifteen. So the arc of the story. He's playing baseball. Yeah, sucked into a portal. I feel like something has to happen at the baseball game that needs to get resolved at the end. You know? Oh yeah, he probably he probably so, like, he probably something. like he probably like missed the the big the big. He was like catch. last up to bat. I don't bases remember. Loaded. He, Top he, bottom. He didn't get bottom a base. of the ninth. <laughs> and uh, all he needed to do is get one base hit, one to tie the game, extra innings. Fucking! Here comes the pitch. It's a high one, swing and a miss. Whooped it. Oh, his team is so mad. Hey, because you miss everything, you gotta stick around and you gotta, you have to, you gotta clean all the gloves. You're not invited to the pizza <laughs> ice cream party. Yeah, yeah. No orange slice for you, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, and uh, then so everyone leaves to the orange slice ice cream party, and uh, he's like, "Whoa, man! I'm cleaning out the dugout." And then there's an earthquake. Whoa, earthquake! Through a portal, so that probably resolves at the end or something. And then they're like, "You are a knight. You it says knight right on your jersey." Yeah. Yes, and like become one of my knights. And then he's got like a baseball bat and just like yeah hits a bunch of evil dead yeah. demons with it. Yeah, and then uh, bangs princess uh, loses goes a back hand. Home. Yeah, uh, loses a hand. Right, that's how he gets the the chainsaw attachment. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot. Yeah, yeah. Fistful of boomstick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I guess he reversed Portal's home at some point. And uh, I think Merlin. I think he need Merlin to help him get home. Merlin. I think like, yes. Definitely. The subplot yes. there is that yes, Merlin's trying right. to figure out how to get. You home. know what? I'm now I'm getting catching a glimpse of Merlin. I think Merlin is in it, but it's definitely not like that. What we think of like Merlin, white beard, pointy hat. I think he's like. A little more. Uh, is it like Merlin from the television series on the BBC? Merlin? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think he's old, but I, I don't think he has a beard, and I think he's got like a big nose and weird ears. Is it Merlin like Sam Neill in the in the tele- or made for TV movie Merlin? Absolutely. I don't know. I really don't. I hope it's Sam Neill. It is Sam Neill. Actually, I yeah. Actually, I'm 100 percent certain Merlin's played by Sam Neill. Cool. And the bad guy is played by uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Ooh. Yeah. No, we've got a real treat ahead a of us. Riveting performance. Um, and then so he goes back through the portal and uh, kills his teammates with his chainsaw arm. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty spot. 
Yeah. So when did when did you um, when did you Trevor see this movie? I saw it when I was a kid in King Arthur's Court. You were in King Arthur's Court as a kid. I was in King Arthur's Court, and I they had it on VHS. In King Arthur's Court, I was like, probably like ten. Also went through 11. a time portal. So yeah, like, and they had like because of time travel, they had like VHS stuff. So I can that's just, pretty sweet. That was pretty. Yeah, I was really bored most of the time. So. I just happened to see it in a in a theater. Oh, you saw uh, it in movie the movie theater. theater? Yes. Wow. Saw it in the movie theater, Thanks, and I think that's the one and only time I ever saw it, uh, which is why. I, we remember it, which really is why well. we just <laughs> nailed the plot so well. But you you remember where he's from, uh, R- Rashida? Yes, uh, yes, Ramada, Ramada Inn, Ramada Express. Jones. Yes, uh, Ramada's matter. What's Ramada with you? <laughs> anyway, um, I think this has been uh, really productive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yes, watch the film and see just how much we have remembered and how spot on we are. Yeah, I mean, unless that, that like, visual, the visual we just gave you wasn't, you know, too perfect, yeah, go watch it um, and mm. be amazed. A Enjoy. kid in King Arthur's Court starring Henry Rolling Gardner. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rookie of the Year, Part 2, A Kid in King Arthur's Court Defeats the Army of Darkness. Yeah, tell your friends. Yeah, it's going to be great. Go! You're listening to the AP Annual Podcast, not affiliated with the Associated Press. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash theannual. Now available on video cassette. Whoa! Earthquake portal. Whoa! Whoa, Trevor, that was insane. We just went through a time portal. I'm so glad that we're back. Wow, back in my in my dining room recording this podcast. That's so much better here. It was insane. There's Man, thank goodness for modern medicine. Modern medicine is great. Um, it, it's so nice that, you know, now in the future we don't have haves and have nots. Yes. You know, and it's not like the king just has people hoarding all of the wealth. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so that was a movie. Starring mm-hmm. Kate Winslet. Kate and Winslet. Was Daniel in. Craig. They were, as far as I'm concerned, the main characters. Uh, yeah, really the, <clears throat> the story hook was all about them. Them, their uh, forbidden love. Forbidden love. Uh, There's a Black Knight involved. There was a Black Knight who was Kate Winslet. Sort of a Robin Hood character. Yeah, but Stealing they set you up rich. to think that they're they're bad because it's the first thing. It's the first thing you see. Yeah. So, yeah. here's what was surprising about it: that ridiculous uh, beginning of the podcast where we talk about the plot and everything. Uh-huh, yeah. It was kind of spot on. I think we were not that far off. He definitely he uh, he loses the big game. Oh yeah, and then big immediately. Time. Is transported. Yeah, really no exposition at all. Besides, yeah. you know, he has a loving family. 
A very loving family. And supportive yes. of yes. him. Yeah. And all the kids hate him because he's a wimp. Yeah, the, the, his team and the other team are like, fuck you, Henry Rolling Gardner. Yeah. Rookie of the year, my ass. Yeah, not this year. Not this year, no. no. Rookie no more. No. Old, washed up Henry Rolling Gardner. <laughs> Is this after rookie of the year? I think so. Okay. I, this was 95. <clears throat> rookie of the year was 93. I looked that up. Yeah, so the kid goes immediately... Back in time, because Merlin, um, Merlin casts a spell because he needs Ron a Moody, played by Ron Moody, the Ron Moody, Ron Moody fame. If you've ever seen a Ron Moody piece, this one was up there. Um, um, yes, he is in a well the entire time. Yes, you because uh, he's dead. He's dead, but he's also like a ghost of a well. Yes, sort of not quite a Lady of the Lake situation, more like a yes old dude in a well. Um, another thing that was interesting is that whole Army of Darkness tangent we went on. Turns out. Uh, turns apparently an influence on the film, so says IMDb Trivia. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Among other movies, but the one that stood out was Army of Darkness. And I think it's because of the blacksmith scene. Because <clears throat> he's like, hey, blacksmith, make me this stuff from the future. Yeah. Besides that, there weren't really a lot of... And those things from the future were rollerblades and a mountain bike. And a bike. Yes. Yep. A mountain bike with wooden wheels and, and also with training wheels. Uh, yeah, well, I think one thing that we learned early on is that the main character, the kid, sucks. Yes. Kind of. At a lot of stuff. not good. So he would still need training wheels. <clears throat> sure. He's, yeah. he's kind of a scaredy cat. Definitely. Uh, he's an idiot in a lot of ways. Yeah, but he's also touted as like being super smart because he's from the future, but then he, he uses all these anachronistic terms. That are just like, uh, like they go into the 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 king's private chamber where the well is that that Merlin hangs out in, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, a hot tub! You guys got a hot tub too?" Whoa. And like, clearly, that's a well. It's like he's never seen a well or a hot tub before. <laughs> yes, that's the only <laughs> way he could have. Yeah, it's like someone described yeah. a hot tub to him once. And also maybe um, said that they had them in the Middle Ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's talk yeah. about Lord Belasco. Lord Belasco. I thought it was Vlasco, like with a V. It could be, but it was. I think I'm pretty it's sure Blasco. 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 Like Blaskovich. See. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he literally, because this is straight from his mouth right out of his dialogue mm-hmm. wants to make Camlet uh, Camlet uh, Camelot 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 he wants to make Camelot great again he actually <laughs> said that he wants Camelot to make Camelot was, great again was once great and he wants to make it great again and he's not wrong in that it is not great right now no uh, but it's the kind proletariat of, is very angry yes um, they, there's not enough food and King Arthur is an old buffoon who doesn't seem to know no, what's he, best for he's his people. Lo- he's lost his way. He doesn't get it. Excalibur is collecting dust. It's and, just then, and then Merlin's like, Henry Rolling Gardner, you must take this and make Camelot great <laughs> again. Okay, a lot of people want to make it great again. Yeah. Um, um, Lord Belasco wants to do that. It's just, it was a chilling uh, uh, allegory for, for 2017, I feel like. Indeed. Uh, um, he's uh, also clearly the bad guy from the beginning because we know that there is uh, there's scary music yes. that accompanies him. The very first shot, I mean, he looks menacing. 
the the music takes a dark turn mm-hmm. and and it's just like oh bad guy bad guy cannot be anything else he is the bad guy he's also the only person of color in the film yes which is a little bit disconcerting that's true and his name was uh art malik oh, okay art malik yes what 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 else was he in? Anything? I don't. I That's didn't, fine. I didn't look, but I was. I did check his IMD page because I really wanted him to be related to Terrence Malick. And no, uh, nope, uh, nope. Uh, so yeah, he wants to make Camelot great again, and he consistently wants to kill the main character. Yeah, and like immediately, and kind of like everyone. Every time he attempts it, everyone's just kind of like, oh, oh Lord Vasco, always trying to kill visitors, always trying to kill children and, in front of other adults. And he's always like, all right, well, next time, next time, next I'm time, going I'm going to kill you, gonna kill you. And everyone's like, yeah, I, I know. He's just like that. Do it. We'll probably try. Um, a young Daniel Craig. Plays like a he's a, a, a sparring teacher. Daniel he's Bangs a, Craig. Yeah, Daniel Bowl Cut Craig. <laughs> Mushroom Cut Craig. Daniel Stable Boy wants to bang the princess. He's Craig. a teacher. He Craig. teaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does want that. He that's he the gets in love. We can only assume. Yeah, so he's of unroyal blood, mm-hmm. and uh, he wants to marry Kate Winslet. Who apparently, because uh, she was hard to recognize. First of all, I mean, she was young. This is like pre Titanic. She was twenty. A couple yeah. of years. She was twenty, and uh, and she was she was very thin. And apparently, she was asked to lose weight for the role, and she got sick as a result. Now, again, that's IMDb trivia. Not sure if that's. I think that they have if to that really sources. holds any weight. <laughs> but if so, that's bullshit. Yeah, totally. And, uh, it's really fucked up. Yeah, but I will say, like, the best acting of the movie was from her, Daniel Craig, and uh, the the king. The king's pretty good. Who is, uh, who I didn't, forgot, it was Hans from The Mighty Ducks. I forget that actor's name. It's I, just I, Hans. It's just Hans. Who's still alive? He's um, almost 90. Yeah, he's, he'll be 90 next year. He's, my granddad's he's exactly really, really hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, oh, Joss... Joss Auckland. Joss Auckland. Yes. And um, Henry Roland Gardner, uh, playing, the playing the role of Cal- Calvin Fuller, right. is really played by uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Thomas Ian Nicholas. Who, of American uh, Pie. Yes, he was in American Pie. He was in Rookie of the Year. And the, uh, I'd say those are his main claims. And he was in the sequel to a kid in King Arthur. Yes, which okay. So apparently, another thing I read was that this, you know, this was a Disney film. Yeah. But it was also uh, one of the other producing production houses that were involved made the sequel, A Kid in Aladdin's Palace, uh, without Disney at all. Like, so Disney was not involved in the making of that film. So it's probably even better. Uh, I would like to see that because all of the best worst dialogue in the film was Henry Roland Gardner. Yes, Henry Roland Gardner had the worst dialogue. You know, the, like he's he fell from the sky, chased by medieval guards, brought into a palace, and all he can he can make jokes about how he's going to be grounded when he gets home. Mm-hmm. He needs to get home, and he grounded. I think he's and he's like, don't I get a phone call? Like mm-hmm. he's being brought into a police station. Like, they have any kind of due process right. uh, in, in the Middle Ages. And he, uh, um, he hooks up his Walkman to the uh, horns, to yes, the his, drinking his horns. his disc man, yes. His disc man, yeah, it was CDs. 
of CDs, which is important later on in the film because he, instead of using the music, he uses <laughs> because you know how you know, remember when we were kids and we had uh, disc mans and we would and we would open them up and use them like laser pointers. Yeah, it was like a laser light show every yeah, time we wanted. Remember to. Remember how we would do that all the time. That's what he does. <laughs> we were the both, laser that reads the CD. Both baffled by it. Um, it was, yeah, it was not. Um, it was. I was like, what? What? It what? was historically inaccurate, even though at the time in the '90s when the film was made, they had CD players and they could check. Yes. To see if that's yeah. actually how CD players I work. Guarantee you, like, and I probably did after seeing, like, oh, he used it as a laser pointer. I probably tried that on a disc man at some point. And you're like, oh, oh, wait, no, that's impossible. Nope, you can just read it. I'm sure there's probably some way you can hack one and make it happen, but I have, it was, yeah. We don't have a science segment yet, but if, if no. we do have yeah. one, but you we should, should also, test that. you could always write in and say, like, well, actually, uh, you I used know. to do this all the time. Yeah. You used to play CD, uh, disc man, laser tag. Um, also, I feel like, after, and at, when I come to think of it, the the only things I think from his backpack that he really you ever really see are rollerblades, disc mm-hmm. man, and a flashlight. Flashlight, super glue. Oh, super glue. Yes, because like you know, every fifteen year old kid always had those things in their backpack. He had, you know? he had uh, he had a Swiss Army knife. A Swiss Army knife. Yes, a lot of product placement with that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't have a change of clothes or anything. He was always wearing that stupid jersey. Yeah, but by the end, he was like, you know, he was a man of the people. He was wearing wearing the garb. Yeah, because he and the king go in uh, disguise at, yes. uh, in the beginning of the third act. Yeah, the king knows. He's like, oh, my people don't like me. I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. He finally gets some good face time in there, King Arthur. Um... There was a nut shot. There was exactly oh, one nut there shot. There was a nut shot. And actually, uh, uh, we didn't talk about that on the last episode. There was definitely at least one nut shot in Tall Tale. Just want to. We've been trying to count the nut shots in the 90s movies because yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's and also, I think, where the, I think the California stuff, too, is also kind of a, a constant yeah. uh, theme. Like, oh, we're from California where things are rad. Mm-hmm. Um, and were they rad? You were there. Oh, yeah, in the 90s? Yeah. It was the raddest. Okay, cool. Um, At least that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, It was a bad movie. <laughs> it was the, the scene, there were so many scene changes, or uh, with, like, the scene transitions were just garbage. Very short, maybe two-sentence scenes sometimes. Well, and sometimes it was just like, all right, we're fading to black here. You and, got nothing and, else and to some, say. Sometimes just later on in the same scene, like it was, it was so bad. There'd be a fade to black, and then there would be a, just a different camera angle on the same thing that was happening. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, you did get the name of his town right, Reseda. Yes, it was. That's Reseda. crazy that you remember. Yeah, that. I don't know. I don't know why. But Reseda. you didn't get. You didn't really. Remember I think that I remember it was in it. Yeah, well, because he's not really in it. Definitely. He's really, like, there's, like, literally, like, three short little segments where he talks to a man in the well. Yeah. And that's it. And that man was named Merlin. So I was interested, I think um, it's an interesting snapshot because it's an older King Arthur. We're used to, like, you know, legendary King Arthur, right? Sure. It's older. Gwen's not around. She's probably run off with Lancelot by now. Yeah, I mean, so he's got daughters. He's got two daughters. I think part of the he's general got, Arthur uh, Rose, who, Rose, who just a couple of years later gets on a boat for America. Yeah, falls in love with uh, an American, American boy, yeah. and uh, 
and yeah, and she kills him and yeah, she by not letting him on to yeah, the raft. It's messed up, but she goes on to uh, you know live old and die peacefully in her bed. Yep, she dyes her um, hair and hangs out with um, Ace Ventura for a while. Yeah, Kate Winslet. Yeah, when? It's that movie in the Ace Ventura. No, no, Jim Carrey. Jim, do you know that movie? What movie? The one where she dyes her hair and she hangs out with Jim Carrey a lot. And it's really sad. What fucking movie is that? Oh! <laughs> that movie. That's like way later. Okay, that's like a 2005-er. Uh, yeah, you know that one. Yeah, uh, Spotless Mind of the Sun... Of Ace Ventura. Of the Sunless... Uh, the Sunless... Ace Ventura. Sunless Mind of the Spotless yes. Jim Carrey. Yes, it's the one where they have to um, find the... Uh, they inception time travel. Right. A Bengal tiger goes missing. They're on a boat. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're on the boat. And it's like, is it, was the tiger really there? I don't know. Right. Right. And that's also too, it's uh, also still in the same universe as rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, because it's Rose from King yeah. Arthur's court. Yes. Yeah. Which reminds me, King Arthur and his other daughter, who was the younger daughter, not Rose show up. In California, oh, yes, at the end, yes. So he hit at the end. He hits the Homer mm-hmm. that uh, that travels all the way back in time because uh, he's trying to get with the younger daughter this whole time. Yeah, and then suddenly she's on the team. She was on the team the whole time. Arthur is whittling some wood in the whittling stands. away. <laughs> Just whittling some That's wood. what old people do. When they well, yeah, and they baseball. really set that up early on in the movie, where it's like, I just want to whittle. Yeah, you know, he's like, I just want to, I just want to, say that? I just want a little time to whittle. Yeah, you know, did he say that? No, yeah, no, he didn't. that would have been cool <laughs> if they like had any sort of reason why they were there. Uh, which is funny too, because like it can't, I, like it can't be post events of of the Knights of the Round Table because. Because Calvin, I mean, uh, Henry Rolling Gardner shows up and is like, where's the round table? And he he's starts like, it. He's like, what round table? That's a crazy and, idea. And later on in the movie, they've got the round table. And then he is dubbed the first knight of the round table. Yeah. This is all. This is full of all kinds of bullshit now that I come, come to think of so it. So King Arthur's real old when he comes up with the round table idea. And he doesn't even think about it. Yeah. And where's Henry Rolling Gardner Where has. is Guinevere? Where's Gwen? Gwen is dead. I think we can assume that Gwen is dead because the dead the, Gwen. the two oh, daughters right. say that their mother is dead. Death of Gwen Stacy. Unless their mother was someone else that he marries after Gwen leaves him for Lancelot. Right. Oh. They don't even mention oh, her name. Oh, it's dark. It's it's easy to see how this Arthur became so complacent. You know, he was he's, he's depressed. He's depressed. I mean, there's no mention of Mordred. Yeah, where's Mordred? He's well, maybe he shows up later because Mordred's supposed to kill him. I think. Yeah. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I know. So then Mordred has also traveled through time. So if I was writing this movie... Oh, you know what? It makes sense. Oh, oh, I need to hear this. Go ahead. If I was writing this movie, uh, Henry Rowling Gardner. Yes. Not only would he have been the Black Knight at the end, a older version of him from a different timeline that comes and helps people instead of Kate Winslet, who was the Black Knight. Yeah. But then also, Henry Rowling Gardner would have been Mordred also. A different evil timeline version. Because if we're doing time travel, we have to have alternate timelines. He's got a goatee, right? Yeah. And he ends up being a disciple of Lord Velasco. Whoa. And then he kills King Arthur. Excuse me while I go pick up my brain from across the street. Because you just blew my mind. Yeah. That's... uh, 
that see now I was just thinking like right before he strikes out at yeah. the, the pitcher's like hasta la vista Henry Rolling Gardner and so what I was thinking was when he travels back in time he should like he should have landed so hard that he like created a crater around him and he's naked Whoa. And he's like, fuck, I need clothes. And he goes into a tavern and he sees all these knights off duty and stuff. And he fucking, he's like, he's like, I need your clothes, your horse, right. and, your, and, and your sword. And uh, they're like, no. And then he kills, kills them, them all. Kills them, takes, takes all clothes. that stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then he goes and finds Arthur. And he's like, come with me if you want to live. Right. Because Mordred, your son... Rick. Who's really Kate Winslet? Right, gonna kill you. Wow! I thought you were gonna say when he's trying, he's just about to hit that last home run. <laughs> then uh, Christopher Lloyd comes out, and he's an angel in the outfield, oh, and he's gonna come out. And he, he picks up that ball and he just throws it into the outfield, and then he gets adopted by Danny Glover. It turns out he was Merlin the whole time. And then, Brown. Oh, and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt shows up, and he's like, he's got this blunderbuss yeah. and, a, and a bunch of gold on his back, and he's like, I need to kill you or myself to save the future. <laughs> and, and everyone's Willis real confused, and he just turns it around <laughs> yeah. and just takes himself out. And he kind of looks weirdly like Bruce Willis. Oh, man. Shit. Why didn't we write this movie? It's not all missed opportunities, because yeah. we were a 10. True. And a bunch of the, like, well, at least Looper wasn't around yet. No. <laughs> um, anyway, great film. I uh, definitely put it on my top, like, 300,000 movies. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere, in, somewhere in, like, the late 250,000s. Definitely in the top, um, like, of all the movies I've ever seen, toward, like, it's a higher number. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not like a... Definitely not, not like a top five. Yeah, or thousand. Yeah. But definitely somewhere in the top number, total number of movies I've seen. Yeah. Which, uh, I, that would be hard to gauge, but definitely... Yeah. Some thousands? No. Thousands. A probably thousand? hundreds of thousands. But yeah, I've probably seen a thousand movies. I mean, well, we'll find out. Let's see how many episodes of this podcast we get done. This is number seven. Episode so. 1001, coming up next. Yeah. Um, all right, so that that was a kid in King Arthur's court. Um, uh, oh, by the way, it was uh, what was his name? Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Michael Gottlieb. His last. The director. It was his last movie. So um, check out his other stuff. Michael Gottlieb. Yeah, let's well, let's let's well, let's check out Michael Gottlieb. Oh shit, guys! I think we've got some more Michael Gottlieb coming up because. He directed Mr. Nanny, starring Hulk Hogan. Did he make Hulk Hogan lose a lot of weight for that role, or um, do you think... Well, he directed video games. Um, like, is that a movie, or are you saying that he actually directed, like, Super Mario 3 or something? No, like, he directed, like, uh, Fireblade, which was a PlayStation 2 game. I do not know that game. Uh, Shadow Hearts. He, okay. Midway Arcade Treasures. Uh, a Mortal Kombat game, Mortal Kombat Special Forces. Well, that sounds. I think I missed missed that. He directed a lot. Oh of shit! Weird he, games. He directed uh, Mortal Kombat, the Sub Zero game that they made, which is like I think I actually played like that historically game. one of the worst video games ever made. What does it mean to direct a video game? I uh, yeah, like art direction, I guess. Okay. Um, so, Mister. N- oh, he was a writer on Mister Nanny. Uh, not much. He does not have a lot <laughs> to his name. Uh, 
Oh, no, he was producer on those video games. I, I, I misspoke. I'm looking at his director credits now. Okay. What did he direct? Oh, there's a Folgers coffee commercial in 1980. Ooh, who was in that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's have a look here. Is that uh, actually on IMDb? Let's look at all cast and crew. Oh, Folgers shit. Coffee nothing. Coffee. It doesn't give any credit to anybody that was in that. That's Do you think that he made the Folgers Coffee shame. family lose weight for those roles? Probably. Cool. Uh, the shrimp, the shrimp on the Barbie. Wow, is he responsible for that okay, stereotype so, of Australia? So this is 1990. Uh, do you want? Okay, so <laughs> I love the direction this episode has gone. I think we're starting to hit our stride, Trevor. Um, here, here, so uh, if you're looking for more Michael Gottlieb to enjoy, you should check out. Uh, the Shrimp on the Barbie, 1990, uh, PG-13 comedy. Um, here's a little synopsis uh, from imdb.com. Down on his luck and working in a Mexican restaurant in Australia, an American tourist is hired by a icy heiress to pose as an obnoxious new boyfriend in an attempt to make her father accept her current boyfriend. Wow. Hmm. Let's... Oh. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's good. It's got Cheech Marin in it. Wow. That's yeah. pretty awesome. And... Uh, just Cheech, not Charlie. Uh, no, just, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Cheech Marin starring. Do you think Cheech they Marin. missed each other? Or? Um, probably, but it's a 5.6 out of 10. So. I've heard worse. I think we know what we're watching next week. No, no, we're not doing that. I think it needs to be something that we at least watched once, right? Yes, certainly. I'm still fleshing out the. Yeah, well, I think uh, when uh, I was discussing when, uh, with a, a potential guest, they wanted to do a movie that I haven't seen, and I'm oh. totally up for it. What, what was the movie? The Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. Oh yeah, so I think it's post nineties, but I, I'm willing to dip dip a little a little past 1999. Okay, because there's some gems. I might have seen that. <laughs> I don't know if I have, but I, th- I think there's there might be something to that uh, to not having seen a movie that a guest has. I think Robert De Niro's in that movie. I think you're right. So, Kid and King Arthur's Court, it was okay. Nah, nah, I mean... We're kind of on a bad streak here. Yeah, I I think uh, we should watch the Super Mario Brothers movie next time. Because simply because you noticed I had the DVD, and I was like... Speaking of alternate timelines... Yeah, you should... We should... That's my vote. I say yes. All right. That's what you have to look forward to for the next episode. Super Mario the movie. Starring Bob Hoskins, yeah. uh, John Luguizamo, Dennis Hopper. As King Koopa. King fucking Koopa. Oh my god. The first video game movie based on a real actual video game. I'm not, I'm not, the right. wizard doesn't count. Right. Neither does uh, The Last Starfighter. No. Though great movie. Really cool. Uh, I loved that movie. Yeah. Um, Tron Don't think so No Based on a real video game A real video game Super And Mario let me tell you They get it right But we'll save this conversation For next time Okay Hey thanks for listening uh, Yes thanks for listening uh, This is now available On video cassette You can send us uh, uh, Emails to Now available OV At gmail.com I gave the last I gave the, On the last episode I said the wrong I said OVC but it's now available O V 
at gmail.com. You what, can send an email to what that. What are those other people going to do? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure I said it correctly in the previous episodes. So, and you know, when this finally actually goes live and we publish it, I'll probably put a little disclaimer and be like, oh, by the way, I say this wrong. Okay, cool. Anyways, this has been that show that you love to listen to and give five stars on iTunes because it uh, helps people find it. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Tom. I'm Trevor. And this has been... We're testing. Where's the click? Okay, there's a. We must talk in. In. Oh, quick chat. Yeah. Uh, Spelling. Sing. Oh, hey, 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 Asian. Ooh. <laughs> testing. Um, this is my, I'd say, average speaking volume. This is mine today. Yes. You're still a little horse. 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 What is the, where does that turn of phrase come from? I'm a little hey, horse today. It's not even spelled the same. It's not, well, yeah, as I know, a, but a, but I, I'm pretty sure everyone thinks like of an actual horse. I don't think they're so. They're like, how's your voice today? And they're like, nay. <laughs> <laughs> Need a little peanut butter. <laughs>